You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So what are you going to wear? Did you like map out your outfit for Oh no, it, this is what I'm wearing. I'm jumping in my car right after the show and okay. I'm wearing this. I'm sleeping in this and I'm driving home in this tomorrow morning. Oh wow! Or so maybe in my maybe in a brand new T-shirt that I purchased tonight for way too much money that I possibly can't afford, but I need it anyway. So you are very excited about. It. See, I thought maybe you would dress up like you did since this is a reunion of sorts. This for is you. kind of what I would wear. I'm wearing a okay. black T-shirt. I have multicolored hair, and I'm wearing my combat boots. Okay, that's pretty. That's much the pretty same close. Thing. It's pretty close. I was a little more sky twenty years ago when I, I would wear that's it. That's like, what I was going for. I, I had the platforms, and my shoes are still platform right now. But I did have some like, and I did wear a lot of black. But I probably had some like plaid pants. So on. no skanking tonight. No skanking tonight, and I don't have like a studded belt. Okay, that's all. That's what else. I'm all missing. right. Well, I'm glad mm-hmm. we mapped that out. Hello, yes, everyone. Me too. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We got a ton of stuff that we're going to get to today. Um, I, we do have a very special guest who's going to be joining us, and that is Lane Moore, who seems like one of the coolest people yeah. ever. I mean, did you? Like, read all, like, everything she's been involved with. Dude, yeah, I know. She's been involved with, A, one of my favorite sites ever, The Onion. She was a writer for them. Uh, She's been on a bunch of television shows, and she's got a super, (laughs) it sounds really, really funny, comedy event that's going to be happening. Apparently, it's one of the best ones in New York, and she's bringing it here to Portland, where she does Tinder Live. Tinder Live right in front of everyone and then talks about it and she'll explain it much better like than I She's tindering really. live on stage and then she has yeah. an array of uh, like comedy guests, all of which we've had on the show at one point or another. Yeah. And they're all amazing people. So she's going to be talking about that. I mean, it's been picked as the best comedy show, not by just in New York, by like a million different magazines, publications, websites. She writes for a lot of stuff. She was just featured in uh, like this week's Village Voice for a small role that she played uh, belittling a 20-something-year-old you know, airhead on the TV show Girls. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome. So she she's going to be here in just a little bit talking all about that. Um, so yeah, it's going to be at the Secret Society. So we'll have her in here in just a minute. Um, and we've got a bunch of other stuff we're going to get to. But we need to talk about Sarah's big day, which is today. It is my big and day. And it is right after this show, Sarah is going to be heading off to Seattle. I'm heading north. To, I'm heading to the great north. No, I'm heading to Seattle, yes. I'm driving. Uh, I'm, I'm making the pilgrimage. I am going to Seattle tonight. I'm staying the night at my sister's because I am going to go see Face to Face, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. And I'm singing uh, with one of my favorite people, uh, one of my good girlfriends, Tanea, who we used to go see Face to Face together all the time when we were in high school. Yeah. So this is kind of a reunion of sorts. This is a reunion of sorts. So when I went to visit uh, my family about a month or so ago and uh, ended up meeting up with Tanea and a couple of my other friends, my friend Tia and like my sister and stuff were there. And and Tanea's like, hey, you know that there's that face to face. Does everybody's name start with a T? A lot of my friends' names and Is that like a common theme for, for Bremerton? I don't think so. Okay. I think just the cool people in Bremerton, the cool girls. All right. Uh, yeah, and so today I was like, would you have any interest in going to see face-to-face? And then we could just totally go like we did when we were 16. I'm like, okay, I will. So we bought the tickets. And even though they were playing like literally like 10 blocks away from my house last night, my apartment last night, like I'm uh-huh. like, no, I'm going to drive three and a half hours to Seattle to go see them. See, but there's something about that because then it's an experience. Then then you're going to, you know, it to is. relive your youth, if you will. It is, because I go to really. so many shows. Well, I don't go to as many shows anymore, but I... I love seeing face to face. I've been seeing them now for 
Dear God, like 20 years. How many times would you say you've seen them? Mm, probably about nine or ten. Are they the band that you've seen the most? Probably. Yeah? I've seen them quite a bit. Well, it also depends because there were a lot of like, I've, there are a lot of bands that I've seen on repeat, like uh, from going to Warp Tour for consecutive years. Sure. Like yeah. over and over again. Like I've seen a lot of like No Effects and Me First Time. Pennywise and stuff like, like that. Pennywise, mm-hmm. yeah, Bad Religion. Um, yeah, but I've seen, I've seen them quite a few times, but it's been a few years since I've actually gotten to see them. Uh-huh. So I'm pretty excited. Okay. So that's what I was wondering. Like when you were first going to this, so let's think back to 20 years ago. Ago, Sarah, like you were, you were Scott. It was literally twenty and years ago. I'm 36 now. For anybody, I was 16 when Tanae and I were going to these concerts. For anybody who doesn't know what skanking is, just to make sure that I wasn't. It is uh, not. You don't skank at a face-to-face concert. Well, I mean, but no, you it, never did. No, I'm explaining what skanking is. People don't necessarily know what the word skank is or associate it with something else. Um, no, it's uh, it's the dancing that you do at ska concerts. Is it not skanking? I, I suppose it is. You were a skanker. You know you did. From time to time. I was more of... I, you I like dabbled to go, in skanking. I like to go to more of like the rock shows than I did the ska shows. But I did uh-huh. like I did like to pepper in some ska shows because a lot of them were mix and match with punk shows. Like, cool. Like growing up. Okay. All right. So they well, weren't like completely separate. Like you could see like a ska band open for like a punk band. Sure. It wouldn't be weird. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just curious though with this with going up there to see it. So no skanking, just to just no that skanking, one more. Greg. Okay. All right, I just want to make sure we were on the record with that. No skanking. Um, so you're you're going up to Seattle though to see this. I mean, it's 20 years different. Are you nervous about how the crowd is going to be compared to when you saw them? No, because they're all going to be my age. Oh, you think so? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, come on, come okay. on. Like I I've seen like. I'm thinking of bands I've seen recently, like when I saw like Less Than Jake or when um, like Against Me or anything mm-hmm. like there are some younger, some younger kids, you know, who are now discovering them, which is awesome because, yeah. you know, face to face was instrumental in like my love of music, which is cool to see like that can happen generation after generation. But no, there are going to be a lot of old bitches like us. Yeah. Yeah. So do you mosh at a face-to-face concert or how does this, I don't think I've ever seen, I may have seen face-to-face, you know, at something like that, at like a warp tour, but I don't think I've ever specifically gotten to a face-to-face show that I can remember, Mm -hmm. not that I can say. You get into the pit. So what, what do we do? Like how heavy are they? They're not very heavy. Okay. I mean, they're 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 heavy-ish. They're like SoCal, you know, uh, like pop punk, but more like, you've heard they Face to face, don't act as if like you ne- you don't even know what they sound like. No, that's fine. No, I just I just wanted to clarify. So you so there's a mosh pit. Do you go into the mosh pit? Are you a mosher? I do. I no. do just specifically for face to face. You go in, you clock people, and jump all around. This is face-to-face. They're amazing. Greg's assessing their ability to play music right now. Okay, all right. Yeah, they're pretty fucking rad. Okay. I haven't loved them so, for 20 years because they suck. Like, sometimes, you know, you love something and you're just like, oh, when you get older, you're like, yeah, hell, that wasn't very good. Uh-huh. But I still love Face to Face. And yes, that is the one band, again... I know I'm a 36 year old woman. I'm a lot more brittle than I was when I. When this is what I'm wondering about. Like, I, a, I can't see you going into a mosh pit. I anytime. go in. 
I go in. Like, what do you do? So I what do you do Because when you go in? it's just, it's something I just can't stop myself. No. It's only at face-to-face shows. But you run in there and you bump up against no, people? No, I'll just go and get as close to the stage as I can. And if people are bumping into me, I'll shove them the fuck away oh, from okay. me. Okay, now wait a minute. That's no, I'm not, not going, I'm not spazzing out like a 16-year-old. Like, I used to do I'm that when I was a kid. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. No, uh, as far as what, what you do. You always feel like you're trying to corner me. I'm not trying to corner you. Like, I'm just asking because I, I find it surprising that you would go into a mosh pit. But it sounds like you skirt the mosh pit and go to the front. I'm, so you're one of the front people because you got to divide it up. Like for a concert like this, it's different sections. There's the very front people and sometimes they can be jerks. Like the ones that really want to be at the very closest to the stage because um, if you try to shove them out of the way, then mm-hmm. they get all ticked off about it. But if you're like that second layer behind, then you're bumping up against them. It's kind of weird, but still, at least you're close. And then behind them are the mosh pit people, where the big circle starts. Oh yeah, and those assholes sometimes wear like the big spikes, like on their wrists, and they try to cut people. Right, there's they're, those kind yeah. of people. And then behind that, too. then you get back into where that's where I am nowadays. I'm behind them, and then you well, have like the really old people up in the balcony. Too. Yeah, you know. So I, uh, I mean, I used to go into the mosh pit. Like I was, I was the guy in the mosh pit. But I always had to be careful because I was small. <laughs> you don't want to get trampled. Well, <laughs> well, I wasn't as worried about getting trampled. Because I'm squirrely, so I could always get out. I could get out of the way of that. The problem is, I'm right at elbow height for a lot of people. My mm-hmm. head is, so I would always have to watch out for my head because they're just swinging elbows, even if they're aiming at me. You should probably wear a helmet. I, I probably should have worn a helmet. <laughs> so, so I would always have to watch out because I caught a lot of elbows in the face. So the way I would do it is, I would do the surprise attack. Like if you're in the mosh pit, you know you can. You're, you're, it's free reign. You can bump people. You don't punch people. Those people are jerks. But you bump into them. Oh, yeah, the them. punchers are awful. No, but you put your, your forearms up and you ram into people and you shove them. And that's, that's the way we always did it anyway. And so I, would, I, was, I was the master of the surprise shove. You know, as you're dam- dancing around, there's somebody shoving somebody else. I shove the shover. And then that way, uh, and then, I, I, then I would the bounce off. Too. Yeah, and then you bounce off, uh-huh. and then boom, you're already gone. And then they're all gone, and then you opened up a space for yourself. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. That's exactly it. I mean, it's fair rules. I think it's fair game when you're in the mosh pit. Now, definitely, you know, you would have like the punchers or the people with like the really, you know, people with razor blades or something like that. Um, David in the chat is saying that's a sucker punch. No, I didn't punch. No, might, not punch, but if it's like, a, it's like ebbs and flows a, when you're in there. Like if somebody's pushing someone and they're getting ready to push someone and you need some room too because they're crushing you, you can push them while they're pushing someone else. Well, it's a sucker shove. Guide them. It's definitely you're a sucker shove. guiding them. Okay, a sucker guy, a shove guide that you give someone. But no, I, I mean, I used to go in there all the well, time. Well, I get shoved then, all the time. I mean, that's what people do. Well, then yeah, as but I'm talking about also. in the mosh pit, in yeah. the circle. Oh, yeah. Like, you go into the circle and you run around there? No, the creepy thing is, like, as a person with boobs, it's like sometimes there was also, like, some secret groping. Where oh, like, yeah, there's gropers. Grope, which is super creepy. Yeah, that's, that like, is the creepy. the gropers, because you can't tell where they're coming from, and their hands are just... Oh, like, you'll never know. Little black sweatshirt hands. Like, they're wearing... Everyone has a black sweatshirt on, and their oh. little hands come out. Yeah, that's got to suck. Yeah, they're creepy. Well, I mean, there's a lot of those dudes that will be in there, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of gropers. But this I mean, isn't for—I I, want to go to the experience, too. Like, I remember the best time that Tanea and I ever had when we saw Face to Face was at the Showbox, uh, which is in Seattle, mm-hmm. um, years and years ago. I think it might have been, like, 18 or 19. But the, we made friends with this guy. So we were in the pit at that time. Okay. And we made friends with this giant dude who was standing there, like, at the pit. And he's just like, you girls—he's like, you girls need to be careful. What are you doing? And we're like, no, they was close to the stage. So he stood there behind us, 
the entire time blocking <laughs> us. This giant guy, he, it was the coolest thing. Like there were all these like assholes in the pit who were like trying to like to, like shove us and people with big spikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we were just standing there and he shielded us from everybody. Every time someone got close to us, he would shove them away from us. Oh. And we got to stand there like in front of the stage. So it was like a, watch a face pit face angel. Form. He was a pit angel. His, yeah. He was amazing. Uh-huh. And after we were done, didn't want anything. He's just like, all right, ladies, have a good night. And then just took off. I'm like, he was amazing. It was the it was the best experience. It was so cool because we were right there, and he had protected us from anyone fucking with us. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it was awesome. I gotta like say, every pit needs a hero, and th- yeah. he was the hero. He's a pit angel. You know, that's what they call those. I just made that up a right pit now. Angel? A pit angel. Yeah, a pit angel guards you from anybody else that's gonna hit you. You know, you got to name the characters that are in there. I mean, I'm definitely. I'll go, I'll I'll cop to it. I'm a sucker shover. Yeah, I would I would sucker shove people, you know, and then run away. Mm-hmm. I can't do that much. You know, I'm not going to do that much damage. I'm just shoving. Um, but yeah, and then and then I then I'd you just sound like a then, bully. If people have never been been in one like no. I run understand. up, I shove them, and then I run away, and then mm-hmm. and then I'm out of there. <laughs> I was a master. I was that guy. I was a master at the shove, and then like sit there with my arms. And, oh, and like, then pretend look, like you didn't. And then do pretend it. it wasn't me, and then they'd be looking around for who it was. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I don't know who, who did it. Was. Who did mm-hmm. it? Oh, so you're one of those. You're just trying to st- stir up trouble. So, I mean, and then you have... <laughs> David in the chat is saying, should you be in the pit if you need a pit angel? Probably not. <laughs> but it is so much fun. And sometimes it's just worth it. And sometimes, oh, it sounds so douchey. But, like, you know, if the mu- music is really speaking to you and you're just like, I, c- I just couldn't stop myself. I'm like, I want to get as close as possible and I want to spaz out and have the best time ever. So you become one of those people, one of the rail people. The mm-hmm. rail people can be real. It's generally. Oops. I'm not a rail person. Well, I mean, I'm, I get close to the stage, but we'll see how close I can get. I don't know. I've never been to this venue that it's at tonight, so we'll see how it goes. Okay. I'm not. I'm not quite sure. I can give you a full update tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want to know how it's how it turns out. Yeah. But I'm very happy. But I am for wearing you. my boots. It's so very if exciting. My feet get stepped on. That's another thing. If you're going in, if you're going into a show, always make sure that your toes are covered, or you're not even wearing chucks, because like something with a sturdy shoe, because oh, your feet yeah. get smashed. Okay. Get smashed feet. So listen up, kids. Mm-hmm. Aunt Sarah's telling you you need sturdy shoes, and you need uh, you know find yourself a pit angel, mm-hmm. and uh, and then get up front, and then you know shove people when they're not looking and pretend like you didn't do it. Um, I used to, I did that when I was a when I was a I child. I would never see you doing that now. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite place ever. I don't know if anyone from the Northwest remembers an all ages club uh, called the Rock Candy. That was really Oh, yeah, fun. yeah. Uh-huh. You remember the Rock Candy? I remember the Rock Candy. Yeah, it was an all-ages club, so we would always take the ferry across from Bremerton. My, I don't think Taya. I ever went to it, but I definitely remember it because we would so get It was so cool. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like you should be allowed in there when you were a teenager. Like, it was... Like, there was a bar and everything. Of course, you weren't allowed to drink, but we would just... Whatever. And um, what? so we'd sneak my... What? My friend, I won't say her her name, but uh, her grandmother... Because you're afraid you're gonna, the... she's going to get in trouble now no, 20 years no, later? No, no, I'm not... It just doesn't need to be... Snitches. Bes- snitches just, get her stitches. grandmother is long past, but uh, her name doesn't need to be besmirched. But her grandmother had a secret drinking problem, and she'd hide mini bottles all over the entire house. And so my friend would just take them when we would <laughs> go to Seattle. And then she'd forget And then she'd forget and, like, just rehide them. So my friend would have, like, this bag of, like, mini bottles of booze wow. that we'd take with us on the ferry to Seattle and then go to the Rock Candy. No, that's a good friend to have. Yeah. I mean, back then. The, yeah. If you were to say that. I'm sure you weren't doing that, though, because that's clearly illegal. Mm-hmm. Her name does not it. begin with a T, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I definitely, we will need a full report tomorrow. Um, let's go ahead and take a quick break. 
because our guest is Let's do it. here, and, and we'll come. yeah, we'll bring her in. We'll talk about that a little bit more, and then get to some other things that we have to get to today too. Um, all right, we ready? Yep. Okay, let's take a break. We'll back here in a minute with Lane Moore, right here on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Fun Employment Radio. This is Tommy Wiseau. Thank you for listening. And one, and two, and three. No, you can say fuck on here. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You're clear. That's, how, that's the classiest on ever. You can say fuck on here. Hi. We're jumping right into it. So you have not seen The Room? No. Okay, we need to talk about that because I'm I'm actually pretty envious of you at this point. And I know, and I, I know what it is. So I'm not like the room. What? Right. Like I'm a person in the world who does comedy. Lane, like, you I know. think you know what the room is, but if you haven't seen oh, it, I'm sure I don't really know. But I'm not like in a bubble where I don't know what that that's is. That's true. Like, and you did uh, as soon as I asked you if you knew who Tommy was, so was you were I knew right who there. I was. Yeah. You so know. That's, I know. It just like hasn't happened. And I don't know what I'm saving it for. Like, I'm saving it for marriage or something. Like, can I find the right person to watch <laughs> a the room with? Moment. It is <laughs> kind I'll of a, It is an intimate moment. Oh, by the way, welcoming to Fun Employment Radio, Lane Moore. Hello. Hi, it's so nice to be here. <laughs> that was the cutest thing ever. Lane just waved. Oh, yeah, I waved. Yeah, you can't see shit, but, like, know that I waved at you. Know that you were waved at. I feel like anybody who's, like, really sensitive to energy felt me wave at them. So it's, like, fine. They could feel it. They you know what I mean? Like, it. they knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, when we speak of energy we've already had like 17 conversations and lane's been here for like two minutes i know <laughs> i think so uh so our, our friend mara is here as well and she uh, accompanied lane and we were talking about witch stores as oh, well yeah. because yeah. you've been kind of exploring portland and finding oh different places oh, okay yes, you gotta explain that to me because i don't go to witch stores i don't even know what you're talking about with that what what is Has a witch store not called to you i don't know <laughs> like what are you, are you talking about like a like a <laughs> head shop you not talking? talked to gaia <laughs> in the last oh, week what is okay this? now this is i know who is Greg, what oh. did you find you? Okay, now I'm getting flashbacks. Which stores are just which stores? I've been going to witch stores since I was a kid, and witch stores can okay, be so anything. It can be like a new age store, whatever. Just like okay. a place has like crystals and like cool ladies and like oh, incense right. and uh, some bowl that makes a gong sound. Like, okay, you know. <laughs> I thought you meant like like voodoo stores or something like that. Like, I mean, you know, does that count as a witch store? It can be many things. Okay, <laughs> like there's no way I could talk about this subject without like getting my like really like new agey weird girl voice. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is a whole new thing. Are you for picturing me. Like, everything like that store in the craft? Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. the like that's the dream. Mm-hmm. That it okay. would look like that <laughs> with the secret room in the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, like I know. I've spent my whole life uh-huh. looking for that. Which, by the way, <laughs> Faruza Balk like bought a um, a Wiccan store that I don't know if she operates anymore. I think it's still in operation, but she bought one in L.A. around the time the craft came out. So she had one, and I remember as a kid being like, "I want to go there." But then I think I went there, and I think it's owned by someone else. That's kind of oh, that that's I could be wrong. But yeah. I think, Something like I thought that, you wouldn't yeah. have like a Fruza Bulk like experience. That would be so oh, amazing. Oh, the only first Bulk I had uh, uh, experience that I had um, was I saw her at a Gelson's in LA really late at What's night. A Gelson's. It's a it's a grocery store. Okay, and it was just like it's just like a normal grocery store. And I like saw her really late at night like looking at grapes or something. And I like called all my <laughs> friends and I was like, she's buying grapes. <laughs> Because I just love the craft so much. And I think she's so cool that it was just like even being just in the same room yeah. with her just felt like, wow. Did you say anything or did you just no. like get her grapes? Yeah. I just like bought my whatever rice crackers and like scurried <laughs> home to cry. Like, you know, like my plans. I had plans. Those are my plans. And then you always have the story of seeing her yeah. purchasing grapes. I, I think I even like, I don't know. she almost seemed like someone I shouldn't be allowed to. 
to see. So right. She just ran away. Magic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's even weird to me thinking that Farisa Polk eats grapes. Like, yeah. that's just strange. I mean, you like, know, maybe she was just I looking at why. them. Maybe like, she was just yeah. feeling them out. Maybe she was using them for something magical. Like a I spell. Can't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But she just seems so cool. And also, okay, so uh, timely. Have you guys seen The Worst Witch? No. no. Oh my God. Wait, when, no. what is it? Okay, look this right up. The Worst, the worst Witch. Witch. I tell everybody now. about it. When I first started at The Onion, it was like I went around to every single writer in the room and I was like, you guys have seen The Worst Witch, right? Like I was I was that and all I wanted to talk about was Buffy and they were like, all right, cool. There's this new writer girl who like is obsessed <laughs> with this bizarre Canadian 80s movie with Feruza Balk where she plays a witch. It's like it's like before Harry Potter and she went to like a school of witchcraft and um, Tim Curry is in it and he has one of the most amazing music videos of all all time where it's like you may have seen that it's like potentially viral like it's like kind of viral I think at some point but it's like anything can happen on Halloween and it's like Every it's Tim Curry doing this song all about Halloween. It's the most magical thing you'll ever see. Look it up right now. I'm I'm so so glad that you have it and that I'm able to give this to you. You don't even know because I feel like everyone needs this. It's a beautiful (laughs) movie, but really, that anything can happen on Halloween. They use like every 80s special effect they have. It's like just weird green screen. There's also a a point in the song that's my favorite point in the song where Tim Curry, um, he's rhyming a lot of things. He's saying like anything can happen on Halloween. It's better than a video is one of the things he said. I don't get it. It's very 80s. (laughs) But at one point he says... The song escalates to the next level, and it escalates by him saying, has anybody seen my tambourine? But he's playing it. What? And you're like, yes, it's right there. It's, it's in your hand. <laughs> I know. It's one of my favorite things. I like, How make everyone I, watch I it. I am disappointed in myself, quite honestly, that I have. Is that it? There it is, yeah. Oh, what a beautiful song. That, like, tonight, Oh, he's very Tim Curry in this, too. The most and wait, wait, because this part he like starts to kind of have an orgasm. It's great. Wait, he says "oh" in a really weird way. <laughs> wait, <laughs> there it is. It sounds very David Bowie-ish, kind of too. Yeah, wait for it. I, I'm seeing it in my head. Wow. You guys are watching it on your laptops. So I'm watching it in my brain. No, I'm just watching it in my mind. I'm watching it through you. So good. It's very David Bowie. Oh, my God. Also, I think I had a sexual awakening when I saw this as a child. I'm pretty Did sure. you with Labyrinth as well? I had... Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I actually... Yeah. Years ago, wow. I covered As the World Falls Down because that's one of my favorite David Bowie songs. <gasps> that is such a beautiful song. It's such a beautiful song. Is that, that, that's only on, that's it's only on the Labyrinth, Labyrinth soundtrack. It's okay. a beautiful song. I, thought, I was so afraid I was going to look like a nerd when I'm just like, that's from the Labyrinth soundtrack, right? But you're like, uh, no, it's from his I know, uh, like, oh my God, you did it Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded it in Sacramento. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> As the world falls it's down. It's so beautiful. It it's is. such a beautiful song. And it's like, people, I think... I don't. I don't know what else. I think there's other songs they gravitate towards, and I'm like, no, 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 you can't. Oh, like dance magic dance. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, fine. I get it. I get mm. it. Who doesn't love your weird penis dance with Muppets? <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's, it's is, a penis right? dance with Muppets. You know what it is. But like, as the world falls down, you're just like the subtle beauty of this. Is it enchanting. Is. It is. <laughs> like, it's so good. I love it. I love everything about you. <laughs> oh, you so, so great. Which stores? There's one mm. on Bell. That I was telling more about that okay. you should totally go to. It's a super witch store, a, like, like a friend of mine. Super witch store. <laughs> super witch store. They have like the, the crazy like masks and all sorts of weird baubles and things. It's what are the right masks? Up the street, like the what some of your eyes wide shut masks, Greg. Oh. oh, oh, so it's like it's like 
the Stevie Nicks hut. A little bit. Yeah, it's my friend's my friend's ex-girlfriend's mom is a witch and she owns it and Your friend's I've, ex-girlfriend's mom. Okay. Yes, yeah. and it's like this very small store. It's been there for a really long time. Yeah. Lots of baubles in there. I don't know if there's some sort of dark magic that's okay. happening behind a curtain in the back, but yeah, you never yeah, yeah. know. You can hope. You can yeah. hope. I always as a kid, I always like especially from watch if I'm reading like Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe mm-hmm. and like seeing that like British virgin or whatever and like uh virgin. <laughs> like I said virgin. Ever I started seeing this British virgin just like the weirdest non sequiturs in the world. So I do have weird non sequiturs, but not about British versions. But um, the British version of that, and I, as a kid, I constantly wished that there were like other worlds in my house that I didn't know about. I tried I to walk through my them. mirror constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you tried to walk through I tried your to mirror. walk through my mirror. No, I, I did this, too. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, no, I'm not either. Like, yeah, I would touch I know, it. I'd be like, not. if I touch it exactly the I right know. way, then I can go through into the other world. I also think that if I try hard enough, I can like travel back in time. And it's. Mm. it's really not a good thing that I think like I really like because there's just certain things you know I don't know there's certain people who are like overly nostalgic I'm one of them okay do Mm. you travel back to your own time or do you travel back like different times we've had this as a topic yeah Yeah. what what you would travel back to oh I know would it be something in your own life sad yeah it's just like you know there's just like I don't know if everybody has this. I have it, but there's like a point in my life where I'm like, fuck, I would literally give anything to have been able to change this decision I made. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. anything in the world. And it's not, you know, it's not a little thing. It's not to say like, yeah, if I could have changed it, but life happens. I'm like, no, literally, if someone can find me a way to get back <laughs> to this time, I will pay them any I amount of money I yeah. ever make in the future. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm trying to get rid of that because that's not real. Or is it? Yeah. I want right. it to be real. Oh, no, so I'm bad. with you on that. I want it to be real. You no. But I see. I don't know if I would. I would drive myself crazy if I started thinking about decisions. You know, yeah. and, and we're like, oh, I wish I could change that. There's a lot of stuff I probably would want to change. But if you think about it, just from a different aspect of what era of time you'd want to go to, oh, where yeah. would you want to go? Okay, so that's so difficult for women because when <laughs> oh, you're that's true. when yeah. you're like thirteen, you mean as or a white 16, guy, I don't have to worry about that. Right? When you're like sixteen, you're like, I'm gonna '60s. It's like not a great time. Yeah. It's just like you know yeah. things like that. It's like because I thought that's like oh point. the '20s and the '30s. It's like oh god, and you know, <laughs> it's like true. you don't know enough about the world to know that like yeah. that was the Depression era. Like why do you want to yeah. go there? Because the dresses. Like no, <laughs> you had no right. Who gives a shit if you're covered in lace? You like, made it so real. Oh, oh man, yeah. Everything's like smelly and itchy. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just like it's awful. You live on a farm. And all you're doing is waiting for some guy named Zeke to give your dad a bag of grains so you can go live with him. And I guess you have to have sex with him now. Like, no, no amount of lace is worth it. You yeah, get your own lace now. Where's Greg can go back to any store. point? He'll be like, I'll be an explorer. Exactly. <laughs> no, I know. I know. That does like, really shade how that, that you works. could totally yeah. have. Yeah. 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 Okay. Leave it at your disposal. Wow, right. I feel like a jerk now. <laughs> That's a difficult thing, and it's like I also look at like things like oh, like you know, I wouldn't really probably be able to to sit with my friends or people of color. Like yeah. you have to sit in yeah. separate sections. That's fucking weird. You know, like just shit like that. You start to think that like or like you know, it wouldn't be okay to be queer. Like just all of these mm-hmm. things. No, like, there's a lot I'd of horrible pro- things. You know, it's just like it's just all these things where it's like how it would affect my friends and my friends. The point is like I'm really lighthearted and fun and I don't really think about anything serious. I just wing it. <laughs> I just am. <laughs> my motto is B. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, congratulations on your well on your everything. You've done so many things, but I was just uh, looking at your Twitter page, and you're just like I had a full page feature in the Village Voice. Yeah, so cool. That's I, I mean I don't live on the East Coast, so I I don't 
understand it 100%, but like, I feel like that's a huge deal, isn't it? It is a huge deal. It's I mean, that's really, an amazing publication. Yeah, it's exciting. And also, it was like their, like, ba- you know, it's it's their best of New York City. I'm already talking about it like it's the past and it's the present. Which, it's right now. <laughs> oh, God. Village you Voice, I go go get copy time. Right I want to go back in time to three minutes ago when I was talking about <laughs> the present like it was the past. Uh, but um, it's so magical. It's like, it's their best of New York City issue. And, um, wow. They uh, did it for like I think it was like the most meta Williams performance and like that and it was because of I wrote it down. Yeah. Yep, that was exactly it. It was uh, full page Village Voice for her Meta Williamsburg Shop Girl Roll on Girls. Yeah, which I watched. That shit was hilarious. Thanks, dude. That I was so <laughs> I was so excited because I remember reading that reading that script and being like. Oh, I get this. And yeah. like, you can think that a lot at auditions, but I was just like, no, I think I get where this is going. And there's a risk that that's not what they wanted. But mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a feeling that I'm supposed to be like the way the audience feels about Marnie and that's how I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. But that's also like, it was a little risky because I was like, what if it's not? And they're like, don't make fun of this character. Right. Mm-hmm. But I got in and I remember the casting director just going, cool. All right. We'll, t- we'll talk to you soon. And I was like, oh, I think I crushed it I don't know whatever <laughs> and then just like left being like who knows like you just throw it all. it's like I have so many auditions where I'm like maybe that was good whatever yeah right. here I don't know and then I have other auditions where I'm like you did not believe me as a hardcore drug dealer and I get it <laughs> like, <laughs> I've had that before they're like we didn't believe you as like someone who was really terrifying and I was like Good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a couple like, of to scare people. Okay. <laughs> but you know I guess I have to like work on that because it's like if you you know, I guess ideally if you want to work, maybe, you know, you're supposed to, like, be yeah. able to be anything, like, but I just, I don't think I have it in me to be, like, hardcore drug dealer who, like, you're yeah. afraid might kill you. Like, I'm wearing pigtails. Like, <laughs> that was the perfect Give me my money. And, yeah, give me my money and stuff. <laughs> Do you like witch stores? <laughs> just like, that's my... What color's your aura? Like, get out of this audition. <laughs> you, I've added additional lines. It's not even in there. <laughs> Like, both Greg and my faces are hurting from laughing, by the way. I see you grabbing your jaw. I know. So happy. You guys are wonderful. Well, so <laughs> let's talk about your Tinder show. So how yeah, did this yeah, happen? Yeah. How did this come about that you start, decided to do Tinder on stage in front of people? Yeah. So um, so the show is called Tinder Live. Um, I started it, you know, I've been doing it almost three years now. And um, also, I don't know why I sounded like vaguely Irish. I've been doing it almost three years now. <laughs> almost, three years? almost three years now. Oh, three yeah. Years? Get on stage with oh, the Tinder. Oh, <laughs> But um, um, uh, when I was a kid, though, I used to do so many accents and impressions, like pretty much since the point I could speak. And I feel like my current accent is a combination of all of the accents and impressions I do for real. Because like, sometimes I'll sound Irish and I'll sound Canadian. Like, doesn't make any fucking sense. It's fine. Um, but so I started doing Tinder Live a couple years ago. And um, I got the idea literally the second that I went on Tinder because my roommates were both on Tinder at the same time and you know Tinder had been around for a bit but I was just like who gives a sh- I don't care mm-hmm. yeah. and you know but then I was like alright fuck it I'll give it a shot I'll look at it and like the second that I went on it I was like uh, I'm gonna grab my computer and videotape us going on this together because like I'm seeing so many funny things and I just kept like coming up with jokes coming up with jokes mm-hmm. and I was like oh, do you guys mind if I grab my computer and, like, just set it here and I'll record us and so Then I, like, edited that that same day and did, like, a, you know, kind of super cut of the best jokes and the best bits about the profiles. And you couldn't even see the profile, but it was just, like, us going on this. And it was just so funny. And, like, as we were doing it and as I was making the video, I was like, 
I should do like a live show with this where it's like we would go on, like I would go on like Tinder Live with people and you know it's just like me like just making jokes about these profiles and talking to these dudes and just like analyzing these profiles they're just so funny and my roommates which I'll always be grateful to them for were like no but seriously do that mm-hmm. yeah because you know it's like as a creative person you have so many moments when you're like you know what I should do I have those like a f- 50 times a day mm-hmm. but you don't always go for them but literally that same day I was emailing like every venue in town I was like I have an idea for a show we'd call it Tinder Live here's what it would be like I was just like made the video put it out was just like just kind of new the yeah. way that I'm sure people know mm-hmm. if you know if they met their soulmate I don't know anything about that but <laughs> I know about this <laughs> something you met your live show yeah. soulmate yeah, yeah. yeah it was just like oh this is something that's gonna be something I need to like you know and I couldn't have known that it would now be this thing that I'm like you know touring the world with which is so that is cool. so cool. Yeah. And you're written yeah. up by like like every publication known yeah. to man website and they're saying that it's just the best show ever. Yeah. Which is so which is so I'm so proud of. And I think, you know, it can be really hard, you know, it's like I, I see this as a comedian and as a writer and musician, all these things like but I think especially in comedy and music, um, trying to find a way that you can showcase your skills the best you can because there's mm-hmm. just so much stuff out there and if you're just a stand-up it's like yeah you know maybe you can you know get a straight shot there where it's just like your stand-up's so good and you're just like bam but like you right. know I did stand-up and improv and all this stuff for a long time and you know d- was doing well but it just wasn't giving me the kind of like I just didn't feel like it was the best showcase of what I could do because mm-hmm. I've always been my brains I mean Duh, we've been in a room together. My brain's really fast. There's a lot of shit <laughs> right. going on there. And I wanted to find a way to like, you know, I always loved Mystery Science Theater. And I was always like, you know, and now it's weird because I'm like friends with TV's Frank. And he's like, awesome. so cool. And I do his like radio show in New York with John saying And like, but, and he actually gave me like the best endorsement. We were riding on the train because he's done Tinder Live a couple times. And he's like, I've got to say a lot of people since you know um since Mr. Science Theater they've done things that feel kind of like that and he's like but yours is like the truest I've seen like the best um kind of version of that like a running commentary kind of thing yeah just like in terms of like the way you do it it's like the the I get I don't I don't know I don't remember the way he said it but it was just like oh if you're gonna have something that's similar to Mr. Science Theater a lot of people have done it and it's been like hacky and not that good Mm -hmm. and like yours is the best one and I was like as someone who was obsessed with Mystery that's Science so Theater, cool. watching it on VHS tapes as a kid, like, that's just like, you Oh, know, that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate yeah. for, for a nerdy little kid who's obsessed with comedy and obsessed with, you know, Mystery Science Theater. It was like, Yeah, to God. have him tell you that, that's pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. On a subway, on a, like, on a no subway big deal. in New York. On yeah. a subway, and I was just like, <laughs> and it's like, how do you even come up with the words to be like, thanks, man. Like, that didn't fucking. Sweet. That yeah. didn't cover it. I'm sure I said something like, oh, thank you, dude. That means a lot coming from you. But inside, I was just like, I will blog about this. I'm like, <laughs> I remember I the I'm already writing the Twitter post right there. I have 12,000 words about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So but, you, yeah. you did say you have people on stage with you. So yeah. how exactly does that work? So you pull yeah. up your Tinder account, and then they look at people with you? or what Yeah. Happens? So it kind of, you know, it runs It runs kind of like, ends up being like a game show um, in the best in the best possible <laughs> sense of the word. Because, um, you know, Game shows aren't that great. But in all the things you love about game shows, like I wanted it to feel like a communal experience. Like we're all in this together um, because online dating and dating in general feels so isolating. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to create something that was like, all right, you know what? I have a feeling that most of us like actually want to find love, like actually want to have something really rad because that's where I come from. Like I'm a super romantic. I'm really not a cynical person, super earnest. And like 
got on Tinder being like, maybe I'll meet someone amazing and they don't leave their house either. Like, that's what I thought. <laughs> but then I was just like, what? What are all these conversations? This is so bizarre. What are these photos? And, you know, um, and I just was really a little frustrated. And it's not just Tinder. It's like I found that on every dating app I've ever used. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so the actual show lineup um, or the, the run, I guess, the rundown, um, I come out, I do my um, like Tinder picks of the week. And that's like my I call them my Tinder shout outs. <laughs> and, you know, that's like the top of the show. And it's like the best, of the worst stuff I've seen that week. I was actually on Tinder early this morning in Portland at like eight in the morning and was just like screen cap gem, screen cap gem. Like just so <laughs> many good, you know, whatever just. Um, you know, I just think is just exceptional. Um, there's also, I've built in, um, really fun, um, kind of, uh, recurring things that kind of feel like a game show like um, you know that thing when you're on Tinder and their main profile photo is like five people and you don't even know who you're trying to fuck <gasps> yes yeah. or if it's like a group thing <laughs> no like, the, group, you don't know? the group thing I'd never understand that I'm like just no, how are you supposed to know? Because yeah. often I'm like, oh my god, I hope it's the guy on the right. He's so hot, and you swipe right, and you're like, of course, it's no, no, that's your no. fucking friend. And now I have to like match with you to be like, who's that? And I'm not gonna do that. Well, and also, why to. would that guy do it? Because if you know your friend is hotter than you, I know, like you know that other person's better looking. Don't put yourself in that well, picture. But you know what's funny? I see so many dudes on Tinder saying like, if you're not the hottest one in your group photo, why would you even put that on? And I'm like. Whenever I see that kind of like weird infighting with dudes like giving women shit for whatever, I'm mm. like, okay, but you need to know men do that too. Oh like, yeah, and I'm talking about guys doing that. I'm yeah, that's what oh, I was. Okay, yeah, because like yeah. I know, I mean, I guess, I guess women, you know, do the group photo thing too. But it's just, ugh, I just get very. That's something that I get irked by. I try to stay pretty positive on the show in general. But whenever a guy is like yelling at you and you haven't even talked to him yet because he's yelling at you in his bio. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like when you, oh, yeah. Yeah, no. you're hearing that as a woman, just like, why would you even do that if you're not the hottest one? I'm like, we haven't met yet and you're already yelling at me. Yeah, oh, like, no. yeah. Okay. yeah that's... Fuck you, Jeff32. Like, no. God damn it, Jeff. So it's like, those are, you know, I make it very, okay, so then I do my picks of the week, my shout outs, and um, I try to do a positive spin on it and like, you know, whatever, like, I'm going to give Jeff a shout out because he thinks that like yelling at women is attractive, like whatever it is, like the positive spin. Um, and um, then I bring out my special guests um, and that's anybody from like, I had the cast of Orange is New Black on, I had the cast awesome. of, um, oh, cool. yeah. It was really cool. I had the cast of uh, Neon Joe Werewolf Hunter on, which so it was like Scott Adsit and John Glazer and Stephanie March from Lawn Order SVU. It was like, wow, dream team. So crazy. Um, but, um, you know, and it can be like uh, musicians or like Laura Benanti, like the Broadway star. And like she's been on everything like she's on the show. Stacey London's done the show. It's just like anybody I think is like interesting and fun and funny and, you know, from entertainment and you know, now with the tour, it's like I kind of look at like, oh, who are like people who are kind of like fixtures of each city? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's just like to get that kind of broad opinion. It doesn't have to all be comedians. It can right. be, you know, like with this show, it's like, oh, Hot Harris, like, you know, he does comedy as well, but it's like also a musician. And mm-hmm. Right. And Larry Crane. Larry's yeah. going to do it. That's, Larry that's Crane. awesome. Larry Crane, exactly. I love Larry. That's so going to be funny. Like, I can't wait to see Larry on a stage like that. That just is someplace that you don't it's, usually I see. I cannot him. put that together, and I'm, I would so excited to see that. Yeah, I see. And so know? it's like, you know, or writers who it's like might not do this that often, or, you know, wh- whatever it is. It's just kind of like an array of people. And what's mm-hmm. so great is that. I always say it's just like the most low key show because it really is kind of like for the for the guests of the um, for the panel, it really is just like 
you're sitting back with your friends in front of a big room, like they're free to like make jokes or just like double over in laughter with like how ridiculous it is. Cause <laughs> it's my job to kind of like steer the ship. Cause I'm like making sure that the audience is on board. Oh, also like when we swipe writer, um, so you're doing it live. Yeah. Okay. So I have, so I have the profile on screen. Um, Oh, oh, what I w- oh wait, go back. What I was gonna <laughs> say is um, about the you don't know who you're trying to fuck. Mm-hmm. So I have a game on the show where when that happens on screen, everyone shouts out, "Which one is it?" And we, <laughs> and we try to guess. So it's like really interactive. It's meant to be like such a good natured, fun show. And then the audience chooses whether I swipe left or right. And then like I always say that like. You know, to be cautious because, like, I have to fuck every single person <laughs> that you that you swipe right on, which, like, I'll do. It's just time consuming. No, is it so, people in the audience sometimes? Um, <laughs> um, sometimes, yes. Yeah, okay, I was in the audience. Yeah. Or like, or sometimes it's people who like that's my roommate, and like they'll have a funny story, or like, and that's kind of nice wow. too because um, I've had someone who like this guy had just like an awful profile. He just like seemed like such a just mean spirited jerk. And I asked this woman, and I was just like, "Well, do you know this guy? Is he like?" Should I should I kind of ask them and you know because you never know it's like what if somebody I don't know like maybe yeah. they're actually secretly nice like my whole thing is you know and anyone who's like been to the show or written up the show has like said that it's like it's not trolly like if some guy seems like such a good dude I throw him back into the sea I like well you know usually I'll like tell him something like dude you're amazing like have a good night or whatever and like mm. just kind of move on because I'm not trying to the people I'm trying to call out are like people who are just like. Either, like, you know, like that guy who's, like, yelling at women or whatever. Like, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. A good example. Because they're not always, like, straight-up homophobic or racist. Like, those are really fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was one guy who um, said something like, if you're a feminist, I'm going to tell you right now, just swipe left. So I swiped right so hard. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a gift from the heavens. <laughs> and I messaged him because I have a character that I play on the app. And she is just, like crazy and like dumb and like loves emojis and like drunk in the woods like she's insane (laughs) but guys love her and so like they can't get it up I've told guys that I was like stuck in a military bunker and they're like where's the bunker and like another (laughs) oh my god (laughs) they don't so that's why I'm like that's awesome I'm like you can't be angry like if you're a if you're some horny dude who's like I'm talking some hot baby stuck in a bunker like bunker it you can't be like what you were trolling me like Oh, really? <laughs> really? So, oh, come get you, babe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but see, that's the thing is that, like, I like to think, like, there are a lot of guys who, like, even if they think, like, this happens a lot where guys on the show are just like, oh my God, you're hilarious, but they still try to fuck me. So, like, they're not <laughs> sure. So, they're not like, oh, you're clearly fucking me. You're nuts. They're like, I think you're kind of insane and I'm liking it. Like, you're just like, oh God, damn it. All right. Oh so, you know, but I genuinely, I genuinely love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it so much. And I love, like, what it means to people. Like, women always tell me, like, that they come, like, every single month with their friends and it, like, is cathartic because they just feel like, oh, not everyone's dealing with this dating stuff alone in their apartment Mm -hmm. with, like, why is this guy messaging me that weird thing? Or, like, it can be even innocuous stuff. Like, there was a guy um, recently who, who his profile just said, 
I definitely, I was like, I guarantee I have better music taste than you. And I'm like, oh, Megging, like, fu- the, uh, what are you doing? Yeah. And so I messaged him and I was like, like you think it's baiting people? Like, ooh. Yes. He literally, I actually talked to this guy later, <sighs> like on Facebook. He like, because his friends told him that he was on the show and he like hit me up and <laughs> thought it was funny, which is one. I, there's nothing more I love than men who find out they've been on the show and are like, that's dope. Can I like, what did you say? Because awesome. that's so like guys who can laugh at themselves because it's not mean spirited, but it's just like, yeah, I'm going to give you shit. You like negged a woman you've never even met. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? No, and I've helped some of my guy friends actually rewrite their Tinder yeah. profiles before because I'm like, that does not sound like the way that you want it to. Right. Yeah. And it's like, and that's. Honestly, at, at the at the core of it, my base belief is not just that like, oh, guys are gross or whatever. It's it's really not. It's really that like I think nobody knows how to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. And it's trying to showcase that like like men will tell me like, oh, my God, it's amazing to watch. I can't believe what guys say. And now that tells me like how I'm coming across or like mm-hmm. what I might be seeming like. And it also tells me what women are dealing with. So it's like everybody, I think, just views it as like. You know, educational, but also it's just really fucking funny. Oh yeah. my god, it's just fun. All right, well, I'm going out of town tonight, but it's your show's going to be tomorrow night. Yeah, it's tomorrow night, night at eight at Secret Society. It's yes, so fun. I want to go. Yeah. I will be there. Yeah, tickets at uh, no, secretsociety.net. Yeah, I can probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably get out. Yeah. I need yeah. to see this I'll, I'll, in human form mm-hmm. because it's this so, sounds amazing. It's so it's such a joy. Like I am never. It's amazing. There was um, the most recent show that I had in New York. There was a guy that I was messing with. I just like have to tell you this because it's so great. Um, oh yeah. Um, his profile said um, he was looking for an, an FWB, and so like friends with benefits. Oh, okay. But I pretended that I didn't know what that meant. I didn't. And know what so that I was <laughs> like, "Is that like faces with babies? Is that like fucking badass wings? Like I don't, you know? I just like went and went and went." And then um, I was like, okay, okay, I get it. All right, so what are the benefits? Is it like kombucha in the fridge, Hawaiian shirt Fridays, 401k? Like, I just like (laughs) went off and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But he still kept talking to me. But then at one point in the show, he sends me this like 12,000 word sext message full of all the things he wanted to do with me. And I literally, I had, I like, I was so sick that show and it was so unfortunate. But even though I was really sick, when he sent that, I jumped up and down, like found, summoned the energy like a mother lifting a car her child was under and jumped up and down and clapped and was like, I love this show. Because it's just like, and we read the, I read the whole thing off, the whole sex message. That's amazing. It's like, do you get like random dick pics and stuff too that'll just come up? So, okay, here's the th- like thing that people say about Tinder, but like you can't send a photo. Interesting. So you have to give them your So people say that info, it's like a yeah. myth that people talk about. They're like, oh, you get so many dick pics. The only thing that can happen is if somebody's penis is one of their profile photos, but they're your Facebook photos, so it's like rare that Facebook's not like on that. Interesting. You know what I mean? So it's actually yeah. pretty rare. Now, if you exchange photos with, if you exchange numbers with somebody, yes, yeah, someone can text you that. But when people are like, oh, I got too many dick pics when I was on Tinder, and I'm like, okay, that's literally that a lie. Yeah. Yeah. You can't send, yeah, it's just that like, didn't that's, it must be so awkward for you too. Like, no, you're not telling the truth. Yeah, right I now. literally <laughs> spend like my whole life on yeah. Tinder. Like, I, for better or worse, whatever, that's become. You know, a good chunk of my life. I'm happy. You about are it. an expert on Tinder, though. Oh, I, mean, I, that's, yeah. I get all the time, and it's like all anyone wants to talk about, and it's fine. I really don't care. I also started last year a Tumblr um, called Male Feminists of Tinder, where it's just like all these like quote unquote good dudes who like put in their profile. A lot of times they're like ten word profile that they're a feminist, and I'm like, oh cool. What what ethnicities don't you hate? Why are you putting this in here? <laughs> It's fucking weird. Like, hey, by the way, just so you know, I don't think you should make less money than me. Like, cool. 
Me neither. Good for you, yeah. What the fuck? And it blew up so fast because I think everybody just like immediately got what I was doing. And it's like, you know, it's not that you're making fun of a guy for being a feminist, but it's like you put like, you know, baseball, I love pizza, blah, blah, feminist. <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> Tell me what you think that means. So fucking weird. Yeah, it's just so... And there was like, I love the guys who like, I see a lot of profiles that are like, if you're a woman and not a feminist, don't even message me. And I'm like, what? Even why? I can't even what unpack that. that. <laughs> I can't even wrap my brain around like, that. Because you clearly don't respect yourself. I'm just like, oh my God, what? So now you're a man yelling oh at a yelling woman. Yelling at women who don't respect not, themselves. <laughs> <and I'm> like, <laughs> for not being as feminist as you? Like, what? That's so next level. So like, that's the stuff I like to That's explore. a lot of work to try to figure that out. It's so much. Yeah, and it's so a puzzle much. you get to keep on doing. And they're all single, so it's like, have at it, ladies. <laughs> have at it. See, people can take notes. They'll what be like, all right, for? so George is 2.6 miles away. Exactly. <laughs> hey. You know, and, and, and Portland's a comparatively, you know, smaller town, so I'm actually a little bit excited to see if people in the audience know people. Oh, I bet I'm they sure. will. Well, yeah, my friend, our friend who's now in a serious relationship, but his name, uh, we've talked about this on the show before. Tristan, Tristan. Yeah. And we used to do a thing where we all just hang out at the bar and we call it Tinder Time with Tea. Yeah. And we would just go through and all of us, we'd like kind of uh, sit at the bar and just go through and he would let us all go to town on his picks. And That's what I'm see. saying. Uh-huh. It's something it's so that fun. like everybody, there's a, there's a built-in sense of community that I've seen so much of. And it was like, you know, doing this like three years ago, just being like, oh, but on a stage would be so yeah. just oh next level. God. Like just with, it just, it just feels... I don't know. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's, it's kind of otherworldly. All right. And it is otherworldly and you have the opportunity to see it if you're here in Portland tomorrow night. So that's uh, Wednesday, October 26th, 8 p.m. Secret Society. Get your tickets at secretsociety.net and yep. find out more info on you at lanemore.org. Yes. Or like Twitter at hello lanemore. Okay, and everywhere on the internet. And, like, the internet. Yeah. You have such an impressive write-up, I swear. So before you came in, Greg and I were just looking at everything that you've accomplished. And good Lord, woman, like, everything that you're doing is incredible. I mean, from your writing to, I mean, you're a musician that you yeah. that you mentioned. Yeah. I mean, you must be so busy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm trying to say less that, like, I'm tired because it's boring and no one cares. Right. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> and I know that every time I say it, I'm like, it's boring and no one cares. But what's nice is, I will say, the, like, the cool thing is like all this stuff is finally I've always been doing this amount of stuff but it's like now people are finally seeing like holy shit because I've always been writing music you know when I was uh, writing for The Onion like I was still writing songs in my bedroom and doing all that and it's like only now that it's just like all these media people being like oh my god look at this new person who's doing new things and you're like yeah. I've been here forever right. doing these things literally every day of my life since I was like two but it's like when a band has put out like ten albums but one of them finally they have a song right. like ooh new band it's like nah. right. and I get it it's like it's all this but, like weird how they have to market it and stuff but you know mm-hmm. it's a, some people make jokes about it where it's just like oh yeah all I do is work ten years to be an overnight success but exactly it's yeah. kind of the way it is. it is I don't give a shit as long as it's as long as it's happening but the good thing is like in terms of now when people ask me to hang out like a couple years ago when everything wasn't you know as visible I guess um in the same way people would ask me to hang out and I'd be like yeah I really can't I'm tired and they'd be like you're so lame and now <laughs> that I'm doing all this shit they're like I'm sure you're tired go forth I will never ask you to hang out pretty much ever again I'm like thank you still doing the same like, thing as a few years ago yeah but it's just like like people get it like no one is like no one is as, as hard on me to yeah. like, be social yeah. if they're just like oh you get it like I can say 
I feel like I can advocate for myself more and just be like, oh, I like need a night to, to do nothing. And they're like, oh, but you can do nothing at this bar. And I'm like, okay, my God. No. <laughs> You're really not getting what I'm saying. You're not <laughs> listening at all. So how long yeah. are you staying in Portland? Are you going to leave out um, after Wednesday? Yeah, so I am here till like Thursday, basically. Um, so I'm excited. Um, yeah, it's been great. I did um, Barbara Holmes' show last night. It was so nice. Fun. Awesome. And she's going to be one of the panelists tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. she's going to be on the show too. And she's so great. And we met years ago doing the Women in Comedy Festival together. And I just thought she was so rad. And um, so, yeah, it's. And it's, you did say, mention Buffy earlier. Did you guys talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, I, I don't know if we did years ago, but like I told her last night that like I made Buffy scrapbooks as a kid because oh, I was wow. really cool and like beloved. I'm actually um, watching Buffy right now for the first time. What? Yeah. <gasps> it's really, it's great. I mean, I watched it. Of course, did you I've watch seen... it from the first season because that's a tough season to yeah, hold up. Yeah, little... I don't know what your deal is. I have not watched it. Okay. No, yeah. I've been watching it. It's, I have uh, no I'm judgment on, on it. I just haven't watched it yet. Now. There's some really great episodes in the first season, but like I've tried to get friends into Buffy. Buffy, and I'm always like, oh, you kind of got to skip around in the first season because yeah. it's just like very 90s. And like, it's, it is a little bit in the beginning. I, I can't speak to I've been watching Buffy for like most of my life. Mm. But like, <laughs> but like when you it's one of those things where it's like it was kind of made for kids originally. Yeah, it's sort of, you know what I mean? So like or like for teens or whatever. So some of the things and it was in the 90s. Some of the things are like, oh, this is like a little cheesy and who cares? Like there's like a bug woman. Like, OK, I don't know. You <laughs> I know, get it. Like, oh, there's the like praying a, mantis with the sounder. Right. Yeah. Or there's uh-huh. like exactly. Or there's like the 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 computer who comes to life and wants to date Willow. Oh, the Internet God. is in love with. Willow. I couldn't even handle that, what? Greg. It's an Internet monster that all of a sudden because they're. <laughs> Just figuring out the internet, yeah. and the monster so could be you... everywhere because of the internet. Oh. Yeah, it's like there's stuff like that where you're like, oh so boy, I love okay. you, but this is weird. So it's yeah, like, it was like 1996. Yeah, in, yeah. Oh, okay. it was good. All right. Yeah. It was a tough I might time. actually like that one. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll maybe. give it a shot. I mean, yeah. it's not, but you know, then, but then if you really examine it further and you're like, oh, maybe this was actually kind of about internet predators because mm. like she gets like an internet boyfriend mm. and he's trying to kill her and you're like, oh, I guess it's saying something larger but it's still very cheesy. Look at you giving <laughs> it some depth. Yeah. <laughs> not at all what Joss Whedon I'm, is going for. Probably because. not, but also like this is why I have so much anxiety because I like look <laughs> so deeply into everything. The but, internet is trying to kill you. Yeah, but I'm like, oh my God, or is this just saying something larger about society? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good skill to have. I feel like it's a good skill to I have. I think it is. Yeah. To find like, the good. As a Yeah, but like even just is I feel like as an artist, it's it's it can be it can also like make you insane and like go crazy and you know lock yourself up or something. But like um I think to look at things a little bit too deeply and feel things a little bit too deeply are like good artists. Well, it's harnessing, yeah. it's harnessing that power. It's hard, exactly, yeah. harnessing it for good mm-hmm. so that it doesn't just, because I do, I do have days where I'm just like, the world is too intense, I can't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It can feel paralyzing, but if you can, you know, that's, I think, that that's one of the cool things about Tinder Live is that like, uh, there was a, a comedian who was on the show once and she was like, and she's so talented and so funny, but she was like, I couldn't believe it because like, Sometimes a profile would come up and we couldn't see a joke for it and you always saw the joke. And it's like, so that's, I'm very grateful that like the show has been able to make me be able to sh- like kind of, kind of harness that where mm-hmm. it's just like, I see too much and feel too much, 
But in in these like improvised settings, it's like, oh no, that's good because you're seeing stuff people miss. Yeah, you can and hone so that exciting. skill. Yeah, yeah, instead of just like crying a lot, <laughs> <laughs> which is an alternative use of those. Oh my gosh, Lane, you have been such a delight, and people don't usually make it, but you've made it to the entire end of our show. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. So no, we're so we're gonna keep you on till the end because we're just gonna play the closing music now. Oh, I'm okay. Good. No. No, this is good. I was tempted to apologize, and I was like, don't do it! No! No, are you kidding me? If you could go back in time right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you guys were so much fun. Maura was telling me, she's like, you're going to get in there, and you're not going to want to leave, and this is going to happen. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in. This is fun. This is wonderful. Oh, yeah, the show. Gotcha. So tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Tickets. Secret Society. <laughs> Secretsociety.net. <laughs> .net. Get your tickets Get to go tickets. see Tinder Live with I'll way more. And also, like, just technically, it's if it's of interest, I'm single. So that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, single. I'm single. I'm in town for a few days. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, and we do have a actually a live chat going, and you have many, many new fans and admirers. Oh, that's so adorable. Yes, I know. So and cool. so thank you guys for probably come tomorrow. Absolutely. Can you tell that I'm earnest? I'm not like, oh, rad. I'm like, that's so adorable. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, too many feelings. So many feelings. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, right, can you I'm go? So glad. Yeah, can yeah, you do oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, I'm so hyped. It's going to be so much fun. I can't. I'm trying to live in the present, but there's also a part of me that's like already there doing the show. Awesome. Well, I mean, and, and people can, you know, find you on Tinder. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, are you your real name or they'll find So I have I made like I made a profile that's like um that's my like real name that's like promoting the show and I'm getting so many rights mm-hmm. wipes. One guy just messaged me and said, ha 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 ha. Like, Alright, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna get me. I'm in. But I like put on gender. I was like, come to this show. Also, like I am single. Like half joking, half not. There's a lot of adorable people here. I can't handle it. Oh, awesome. So, I'm glad you're loving it. Yeah, oh my god, I beyond love it. Like all I've been doing <laughs> is tweeting about it and like how much I love how much I love it. When I did my stand-up show last night, I had like five new jokes about how great Portland is. Cause it's just like a sea of like progressive like people and like queer people and people who love witch stores and like everything yeah. is vegan and gluten free. I'm like, oh hell yeah. I'm just incorporating witch store into my lexicon for I know, now. I yeah. Know. Now that I know I what it is, I'm like, so oh, much it now. is a witch store. Yeah. Okay, that makes, it but makes it is, so much but more it's sense. Like people here are so like I went into one of the witch stores and um uh, this really adorable person was like was like I was like oh my god I was just walking and I like just happened upon this witch store and she's like oh like the universe just carried you here and I was like yeah <laughs> like it was like I was very aware of how gross it sounded but we were both just like yeah high five we're Everybody's both gross <laughs> we're both gross and we don't care oh my god yeah. alright thank you Lane okay. this has been such a pleasure get your tickets to go see Lane send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail.com <laughs> thank you so much everybody for tuning in You're Lane you are awesome mm-hmm. uh, you we'll be so back great. tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>